thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, physical exercise could help reduce the amount of time people spend in acute mental health facilities and reduce their reliance on psychotropic medications when they are there, according to a study published in Sage Journals. The general attitude of medicine is that you treat the primary problem first, explains David Tomasi, a lecturer at the University of Vermont. Exercise was never considered to be a life or death treatment option. Now that we know it's so effective, it can become as fundamental as pharmacological intervention. Tomasi goes on to say that only a handful of inpatient psychiatric hospitals in the US provide psychotherapy-supported gym facilities exclusively for their patients. A gym built exclusively for 100 patients at the University of Vermont Medical Center Psychiatric Hospital was coupled with 60-minute structured exercise programs and nutritional education while psychotherapists monitored mood, self-esteem, and self-image before and after exercise. Participants recorded lower levels of anger, anxiety, and depression, with 91% noting improved self-esteem and 95% reporting improvement in their moods. The fantastic thing about these results is that if you're in a psychotic state, you're sort of limited with what you can do in terms of talk therapy or psychotherapy. It's hard to receive a message through talk therapy in that state, whereas with exercise, you can use your body and not rely on emotional intelligence alone, explains Tomasi. The priority is to provide more natural strategies for the treatment of mood disorders, depression, and anxiety, he adds. In practice, we hope that every psychiatric facility will include integrative therapies, in our case, exercise in particular, as the primary source for their patient's psychophysical well-being. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my take on this is, first of all, well done, David Tomasi. What a fantastic thing he's doing here, not only for publishing the research, but actually for doing the activities in the first place. What a fantastic thing to be introducing to these facilities is quality movement and great advice about nutrition. And really, it's amazing that it isn't more common. You know, with what we already know about the impacts of diet on our mental health, with what we already know about the impacts of movement on our mental health, it's amazing this hasn't been tried and utilized more frequently. And it's not surprising that the results we're seeing are excellent. So let's hope it catches on. Let's hope that more and more of these facilities start focusing on diet and exercise as primary methods of helping people get back on track. And let's hope that it can reduce the amount of time people need to spend in these facilities and, of course, help reduce their symptoms as well as reducing their need of medications as well. Having said that, it's really important we say here that it is important you seek help if you need it. If you're at home thinking, well, maybe I'll just go out and, and do exercise and work on my diet, those are great options and you should definitely do that as well. Uh, but if that's not cutting the mustard, if you are still struggling, then certainly go and seek help if you feel like you need it. If you're here in Australia, then Beyond Blue is a great resource and a place that you can head to. So let's all start incorporating a bit more movement into our lives, whether we're feeling low or not. It doesn't have to be that we wait until we're in a crisis before we start incorporating some movement. Wouldn't it be fantastic if we were all incorporating movement in a preventative manner and even better than that, in a wellness manner to not just prevent ourselves from ending up with mental health issues or at least to help reduce the risk of that happening, but also to improve our health, to improve our wellness and to get the absolute best out of our bodies now as well as into the future. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash this week in wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. 
And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.